0: From beanies to carry bags and from shoes to caps. Browse our shop now at TNTradio.live. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT, with Joseph Arthur and his Technicolor Dreamcast.
1: Loneliness is as bad for your health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day, but Snoop Dogg is gonna quit smoking, so won't he get lonely anyway, Candace Owens is in a feud with Ben Shapiro anyway, and Infidel Pharaoh is with me, along with that. Clark to talk about it all. What is up, Infidel Pharaoh and Adam Ruckus Clark? How are you guys? Yo,
2: fantastic. How are you doing, Joe?
1: Fantastic. I'm doing good, man. I'm, uh, you know, about to catch a flight to Ohio to spend Thanksgiving with the family there and, um, you know, play a show at this venue. I do uh, the day before Thanksgiving. Um, so I'm excited about that. And yeah, I don't know. I'm feeling good. It was been, it's been a fun show so far and I'm excited to talk to you geezes about the, uh, things I covered in that song. Ruckus sent me three articles, one of which says that loneliness is as bad for you as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Um, but how do we make sure that we're not lonely? You know what I mean? And then if you're lonely, you're more inclined to smoke, but then again, Snoop Dogg is going to quit smoking. And and for some reason, we're going to wrap that up with Ben Shapiro, having a fight with Candace Owens, which is kind of funny, but anyway, how are you doing infidel Pharaoh?
2: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me today. Pleasure to be here with you.
1: It's, it's one, it's an honor to have you, my friend. So, and, um, you are uh, an immigrant scientist and entrepreneur and a contributor at alternate current radio. Your self-described mission is to spread freedom, liberty, and critical thinking. Um, so how are you doing that? What do you think of these times uh, uh, where uh, we're we're in right now with Palestine and Israel? Are you unnerved by it? Are you wanting are you thinking it's a genocide going on in Gaza or are you, on the the team of no ceasefire
2: yeah well uh there is a lot to unpack there but um you know i'm originally from egypt right so i've, I've, I've you know i lived the war I, I didn't live it personally but my parents lived it right i was born in the 80s um, but we lived the war with israel um so uh you know the 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 intensity of the situation in this area. uh, I would say has always been there, right? Um, I remember back in the days uh, uh, in 2011 um, and I'm going to talk from like, you know, from Egyptian standpoint first. Uh, 2011 during what they called the the Arab Spring, right? Um, Israel as actually was one of the big instigators for the instabilities in the, in the region during that time, uh, for that color revolution that they were trying to do to really de- to destabilize some of those, uh, I would say, old uh, Arabic regime, like Mubarak regime, and, and Gaddafi, right, and, and, and Bashar al-Assad. Uh, and Hamas was one of the main uh, tools that was actually used uh, in the, I would say, during that area, during that time, sorry, of 2011-2012. Uh, uh, um, a lot of them entered Egypt through some of the tunnels. Um, and actually, it took a while, because uh, 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 there was some, like, terrorist acts that happened in Egypt at that point of time. There was complete silence. As a matter of fact, Obama was... Uh, uh, shearing for the Muslim Brotherhood uh, during that time, uh, So you know as they were trying to take over Egypt uh, and uh, of course Hamas was one of their arms. Um, and uh, as usual, right is when when, uh, uh, when it's a convenient for the uh, 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 West, I would say, in particular US and, and Israel uh, as well, uh, to play with those organizations, right? And and we know the role in in, in in propping up Hamas and, and getting them in power to take over uh, uh, Gaza, to actually counteract some of the uh, more moderate, uh, you know, uh, government of Palestinians to be able to uh, really destroy, I would say, the hope for any peace uh, deals or two-state solution, right? Uh, for putting them there. And uh, now, uh, as we saw, uh, they are using them again, as an excuse to start um, really doing what what we anybody anybody who is any, I would say, uh, consciousness, uh, would see it's a genocide, right? Um, uh, This is not going after Hamas. This is going after innocent people that are being bombed daily. Uh, I think the, the latest I read today there is actually uh, about a thousand people expected that died in the last few days from bombing of hospitals and Gaza as a matter of fact that again they are claiming there are tunnels under which i don't know if it's true or not but even if there are tunnels on the right that is not an excuse for them to go and bomb hostile exactly Exactly, right dude it's (laughs)
1: like yeah maybe maybe there are tunnels maybe there aren't uh dude everything you just said is so true um yeah so i don't know ruckus what what do you think
3: well it's not getting any better is it like it's the israel is just every time somebody Simply asks them like a, a common sense request, like, "Hey, you know, could you be a little more reserved with your response? Could you be a little more careful?" Oh, well, 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 no, no. It, they they get really super defensive, and it's getting really bad. I mean, because it, it's not making the country of Israel look very good right now in the eyes of well, the vast majority of the world. <laughs> to be honest with you, um I, I don't. I, I'm seeing them lose support from, from countries, from world leaders that used to, to say, yes, you know, you're, you're a great ally. We're we're, we're there for you. Now they're like, you know, and it's, All they did was ask kindly, Joseph, like um, it was Justin Trudeau just recently, a perfect example. Um, So we have like two world leaders going at each other. So we had Justin Trudeau, who's got his own problems. Clearly, that guy is no winner. Um, Anyone could probably tell you that. I mean, look at the way he treated folks during the pandemic, of course. But um, regardless, he simply said, hey, listen, Israel, the world is watching you right now. Could you, you know, could you kind of take it easy? Could you be a little careful with what you're doing? That's all he kind of said. And then Netanyahu's response was, well, well, uh, uh, well, well, Hamas is the one who's deliberately targeting civilians, almost as if almost as if the question that the accusation that was made against Netanyahu, which nobody said, but the way he reacted was as if they were they were insinuating that he was doing it on purpose. And that's not what anybody was saying. They were just saying, hey, be careful. He's like, "Oh, oh, oh, you know, so like it's these weird projection knee-jerk reactions that is very telling I mean I mean seriously if you knew nothing about the history of these two countries or about like you've been in a coma for the last what however many years and you wake 75 up you, you 75 just look at it yeah you're like hold on a second this doesn't make sense <sighs> you know everybody can see this doesn't make sense and it's wrong on a, on a lot of different levels. So, and like I said, it's not it's not doing Israel any good. It's not winning them any more friends. It's causing them to lose friends. It's creating more enemies, and it's strengthening the cause of actual harmful terrorist groups that want to see and take advantage of Israel's overreaction to help further their own causes for destruction. So, it's not good, no matter how you look at it.
1: Yeah, it's so weird to be like in agreement with someone like Trudeau. I never thought that would happen. I saw that speech he gave, and I was totally agreed with everything he said. And I also saw Netanyahu's response, and and I, my thought was, dude, that's the same response as when you are an older brother taking your little brother's hand and slapping him in the face, and going, "Why do you keep hitting yourself in the face? You are you are making me hit you in the face." Like it's like, dude. You, you know, you you can't blame shift. It's it's like you're saying that we're watching some strange psychological uh, macro micro things with toxic relationships because you get gaslighting on that level. Like Hamas is completely responsible for all these civilians dying, and it's like, um, no, you're the one dropping the bombs. You you're gaslighting by saying that you're taking yourself out of the uh, equation entirely and there are other ways like infidel said you know even if there are tunnels under those hospitals There are other ways to route out Hamas, you know, other, and definitely there are other ways than carpet bombing all of Gaza, because the only way you're going to get all of Hamas, which is like, I don't maybe Infidel can tell me, I've, I've heard different things, 30,000 strong, 50,000 strong, many thousands of people. And if they're under tunnels, uh, which is what, you know, Israel is claiming then carpet bombing civilians isn't going to, it's going to kill the civilians, not the ones that are in the tunnels that they're supposedly in. So that just doesn't make any sense on any level. But what's really weird is to see the, the conversation on X because you get people that were in the freedom movement, like that saw through uh, the propaganda campaign on COVID you know like David Rubin who chimed in on Justin Trudeau and said he's an absolute monster and you get like people like Ben Shapiro who was late to the game with MRNA but he got there and he and he was like a voice of conservative media and and like you know anti-censorship or so we thought but you see these people not questioning what infidel brought up the fact that you know hamas was put there as a justification for this kind of action i mean isn't that surprising to you infidel that these people are just buying into this propaganda campaign and and seemingly have bloodlust and have no empathy for all these horrible videos we're seeing of children being mutilated and destroyed. I mean, if your knee jerk reaction to seeing those kids in that state isn't cease fire now, I don't know what to tell you because it's insane.
2: Yeah. What's, what's really interesting, Joseph, the, uh, this specific incident, um, <laughs> really like, uh, at least personally, was really eye opening, uh, to a lot of the people that, that, um, they calls himself America first, right? And the mm-hmm. first thing I saw uh, when that happened was like, okay, yeah, we need to give billions to Israel to do whatever they want, and nobody should question them, right? And and I'm like, how is that an America first, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> and it's and uh, yeah, it is, and it is, right? And and what we're seeing is really we're seeing the stronghold of this. Uh, uh how it really Zionist movement on the U.S politics and 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 media in U.S and 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 really is the, the strength of of organizations like APAC right and how <laughs> honestly it's it's uh, it's it's stronger than any other organization and in influence influence of the of the pol- politics in U.S um and you saw that from the response of the Congress right? And everybody just signed off on on, hey, let's give blanket support to Israel and let's give them whatever money they need to do whatever the deeds they want, right? And we're not gonna question them. And that caused us really to put us in a, a, again, like in a situation where we come and say, oh, you know what, we're we're, we're for, um, against Assad, right? That he was bombing his people, right? And, and, And all this BS campaigns, you know, it was what we know that propaganda they did was a white helmet. And now they are going completely silent about what they are, what Israel is doing. It just shows the complete hypocrisy of the U.S. politics in, in the Middle East. And, and, and the mask has fallen. And, and I don't know uh, really uh, who hasn't seen through that yet. And I think the last bit of credibility for any foreign U.S. policies have just, ended was this campaign
1: well said and and it's interesting too because if you call for a ceasefire at least i don't know it's it, it the overton window is changing rapidly because i put out a song a couple weeks ago ceasefire now and it felt scary to put it out i knew i was going to get called anti-semitic and all the rest of it but i put out an acoustic version a couple days ago and it didn't feel scary at all i was like well for one i already did it but two i just feel like Uh, it's not controversial anymore. I mean, anyone who's not calling for a ceasefire, I don't know where your head is at. And also if you want to be pro Israel and pro, uh, Jews, you should be calling for a ceasefire as well, because as Ruckus said, this is hurting them a great deal. The credibility and, and, and also just the, the sort of uprising that's happening as a result of this, right? Ruckus
3: yeah um, I think it was um Elon Musk <laughs> Elon Musk there's there's another one of our fellow anti-Semites, as it were, for anything he says and does, he gets labeled as an anti-Semite um these days. he said something uh, similar. he said uh he, he tweeted out this was I think at the beginning of this week or it was over the weekend last week, but um something to the effect of and I'm just loosely paraphrasing here uh that uh bombing Hamas, bombing civilians in Palestinian to get to Hamas creates more Hamas or something to that effect. He was implying yeah. that by doing this, this is how these these exactly. organizations form organically that, that grow up hating Israel. I mean, if you're you're a small child and every last member of your family was bombed by a country. Exactly. It's kind of difficult to not hate on that country now, now, isn't it? You know, so
1: who can blame them for that? Spirituality right? Spirituality to not, yeah, to not descend into hatred after something like that would, would take levels of God consciousness that is beyond most of us. I mean, so yeah, I mean, it just goes without saying, it, you know. So what they're doing now, it's it's hard to fathom w- what the end game is going to be. I mean, because. You know, uh, uh, is it to just completely, like, for real, we're watching a genocide go down? And also, I mean, even a couple weeks ago, like, there's going to be a number where nobody can support this. It should already be that number now. But as the numbers keep increasing, it's gonna. you can already tell the pro-Israel side is getting quieter and quieter. You know what I mean? The people that were all strident for it before. Now, I mean, you got Ben Shapiro still being strident about it. But, you know, I mean, I don't know. To me, they seem less and less strident all the time. And that only makes sense. Let me take a quick break. We'll be right back after these words on TNT. TNT.
0: TNT Radios, David McBride and Dr. Robert Brennan.
4: You were an embedded journalist. Now that was a term that came out of the Pentagon circa something like 2001, 2002 and the psychoanalyst in me thinks that there's a close proximity of that and being in bed with, you know, embedded and in bed with. <laughs> well, I mean I, I think uh, the military is pretty transparent that when they uh, embed journalists and the Australian military of course, when they're migrating information to the public and, and to journalists, they call them information operations. You know, it, it, it is part of the sort of strategic push. The Australian military is not going to send a journalist unless they think that they are going to get coverage that will in some way be useful to them, I think. Now, that's not necessarily the ideal way of doing it. I think the, I think the Americans have, have actually probably been a little bit better with this over the global war on terror period. But the embedded experience that I had was I had a very dim view of the Iraq invasion. And so, you know, I went to Iraq as someone who was deeply sceptical of, of Australia's involvement for war in Iraq and then I came back and the truth of the matter was that I had to write a story reflecting what I'd seen which was that it probably was a good thing that the Australians were doing there and the soldiers were happy to do it as well.
0: McBride and Brennan with David McBride and Dr. Robert Brennan on today's News Talk Radio TNT. I wanted to alleviate my pain. I also didn't want to be who I was.
4: I always just felt like there was just something wrong with me and I was trying to figure it out and I used the internet to help me do that.
1: Seemingly out of nowhere, we've suddenly seen a huge spike in media depictions and social media depictions of transgenderism. It's even reached the mainstream advertising world.
0: The people who are consuming this
4: are children, 13, 14, 15 years old, and it's so easy for them to
1: literally be groomed I just woke up one day and looked at myself in the mirror and asked myself, what the heck am I doing?
4: When trans-identified kids are referred to specialized gender clinics, they're often told that they're going to get comprehensive,
0: your body image issues are worse. That's not supposed to happen. What do we do now?
4: Detrans, the dangers of gender-affirming care. For more information, go to PragerU.com. Listen. Listen
0: up! Now listen, we gotta talk. It's what we do best. This is today's News Talk Radio,
1: TNT. Well, we were supposed to talk about loneliness being worse for you than smoking cigarettes, and we were supposed to talk about Snoop Dogg quitting weed, and we were supposed to talk about infighting between Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens but instead we jumped into the deep end of the pool about Palestine Israel so infidel where do you see this going i mean uh, i was uh, before the break saying i don't know what the end game is what do you think the end game is
2: where i see it going um i see i don't see israel stopping anytime soon i think they are deeply involved in it right now and i think where uh, Netanyahu is, with his political stand, like you know, uh, situation, uh, I, I think this is more of a personal fight for him than anything else. So I don't think see it stopping anytime soon. But I seeing support more and more decreasing, as you said. Um, I really hope there will be some consciousness, maybe some. <laughs> Who knows, but maybe some uh, uh, war crimes can be brought against them at some point if if that continues. Uh, But I highly doubt it. Uh,
1: Yeah. Well, I I heard Patrick Henningsen um, talk about, I've been talking to him a lot about this. We we went out last night, spoke about it a lot. Um, And then I heard his segment on TNT here saying that if he, if they lose the support of the world that then they're out there alone that could actually change things what do you think ruckus
3: yeah and as we keep alluding to that story about how dangerous it is uh, to be alone um that's not going to be good for israel now is it they should just start smoking instead um <laughs> just kidding <laughs> <laughs> but that is absolutely true I, I mean i really you know We just keep repeating it over and over again but that's that's probably like leave all of the emotions out right don't pick a side but like let's just yeah let's like you said if you want to be pro-israel the the best thing for israel right now would be to 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 stop for a little bit you know take a breather take a break rethink some things re-strategize count you know let's 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 look at the actual numbers everybody keeps arguing about whose side has which losses how many Uh, All those numbers that that we keep hearing about that are being reported from um, the Palestinian Health Authority is just dismissed every time by Israel and by the Western media, at least the ones who are still supporting um, this bombing campaign, as like, oh, well, you can't trust what they're saying because that's Hamas run. They're They're just... they're, they're they have these silly like talking points, knee jerk uh, reactions that just you can pull the string on their back and they all just keep repeating the same thing over and over again. And they're not real answers. They're not addressing the questions that are being asked. They're not, you know, or the, the accusations that have been levied at them. They're just like, oh, yeah, well, bleh. you know, it's, it's all so childish. Which is probably so that's what's so bizarre and frightening to me is we we literally have a bunch of adults acting like children, but it's a very serious thing that they're acting out and it's costing the lives of real children. So it's Mm. like I I can't it's hard for me to even describe their behavior as childish because it's not because we're talking about this is this horrible. I mean, this is this is crazy stuff. This this should not be happening. This is not the stuff we should be seeing on our social media feeds. This is not the news we should be talking about. This just needs to stop, you know, and that's why we're saying ceasefire now and then you know, and then we have to deal with like, oh, well, that means you're an evil person. where is that coming from? you know it's, it's too, it's too much, Joseph, just too much
1: it's so so many similarities with COVID. if you question the vaccine you were a grandma killer you know and and they conflate these things they like leapfrog uh you know you see this imagery of of mutilated children you your knee-jerk reaction is to say ceasefire and then that leapfrogs into your anti-semitic it's like it's ridiculous it's actually ridiculous but this does segue into another you know maybe we can get a little lighter um with the ben shapiro and candace owens thing because it's interesting in that you know they're part of the same news organization the daily wire Um, you know, I heard Candace on Tucker Carlson talk about the fact that, you know, she actually has really good relationships with the CEOs of the daily wire and that Ben Shapiro, you know, was sort of seen as like the kind of the head of it, I guess, but she said that's not quite true or something along those lines, but more broadly, it speaks to the fact that, you know a lot of us who were all on the same team or so far air quotes, same team uh, around COVID and MRNA and all that. Now those have all fractured. And I think like Candace in the Ben Shapiro battle is a sort of microcosm of that. It's like a, a sort of case study of something that's like more widespread, even on our own network here at TNT, there's various voices that have different opinions about this situation and strong ones, you know, Patrick Henningsen is, is a, a leader in this issue in terms of uh, stopping the Gaza genocide. I mean, he's uh, somebody I trust enormously, somebody I learn a lot from, um, and I think he's a, a very significant voice in this fight. And I know there's others on, on this station that don't feel that same way. And so we're seeing that play across uh, all over X, all over, and like, like you just brought up Trudeau. All of a sudden, I agree with Trudeau. I agree with... Bernie Sanders even though those people uh, you know Bernie Sanders couldn't say ceasefire he's still calling for peace but somehow ceasefire is like a a, a word you're not allowed to say i mean it's just so strange um what do you, what do you guys think about what i'm saying here the the sort of division of the division of the division that's going on
2: so i think that's okay as a matter of fact i think people assume that 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 we always need to have homogeneous opinions, which I think it's a dangerous. Actually, we always, at least personally, right? We, we form allies according to certain situations, right? I form an ally with you because there are certain things, maybe we agree on right now for, that we have commonality with, right? That doesn't mean that I need to agree with you and everything. That doesn't need mean that 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 everything you say. I agree with, and then you know, but what's been happening is that like a broad stroke labeling of people with certain like classification that led people to think that all of us should have homogeneous opinion that's the same, right? Um, so I, I you know, I don't see that as an issue. is actually people disagreeing, but now turning it more of a personal attacks, Right, and 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 so that you can get that person to comply and accept your opinion, right, and suppress his opinion. That's where I disagree. Uh, uh, but but you know, difference in opinion is totally fine.
1: Yeah, but we, we, I I totally agree. Difference of opinion is great. It it should be healthy. But uh, like you said, it goes to personal attack real quick, and then it goes to. People throwing out principles that they were supposedly fighting for that that part is strange to me like when you when you have some of these sort of so-called conservative leaders calling for other people to get fired I, I had heard, you know I don't even know if I should name it because I didn't hear it from the horse's mouth but I heard Megan Kelly was on some of that stuff and I've been on her show I like her you know so I don't know if she did that or not but you, you hear these things like you know and i wonder where's the principles ruckus well okay
3: <laughs> i've already spoken on this show multiple times about the problems with labels you know uh, like the conspiracy theory label the the mega hat wearing label oh you're a trump supporter you're you're a white supremacist you're this you're that now it's the the common trope is that you're an anti-semite right that's the big one right now Oh, what do you mean ceasefire? Does that mean you hate Jewish people? No, that's not what I said. I'm like, what are you talking about? Um, you, what You were discussing there about people that you agree with, and then all of a sudden you find yourself not agreeing with them. It's because it's not the people that you agree with. It's the message. So... And and the message is not staying in one place with the person. It's just that we have like the is, yes, this fractionalization going on. These various little like uh, clicks and groups and echo chambers that, as some people might say, like oh, it's dangerous because we're all just going to be repeating the same thing to each other and nothing's going to change. Well, you know. <laughs> As Infidel pointed out, that, that could be a good thing. Uh, take, for instance, how I met Infidel Farrow is through the Alternate Current Radio, the boiler room. There, We consider ourselves over there the social rejects, and, and there's a club. It's, it's, it's an unofficial club that, that people who are on the show and listeners and fans of the boiler room and Alternate Current Radio Network feel an association with all the other listeners and the people involved with the show because the one thing they have in common is that we've all been – rejected by society and that's a nice broad label to kind of have you know a grouping because everybody can be cast out from society for different things but once that happens then you have you have a uh, fealty with somebody else who that that's happened to like you got canceled joseph uh because of your your stance against the vaccines for the kids right um, I got canceled years ago just because I decided to to pick up a microphone and start a show that was, you know, not saying the same things that they say on the mainstream media every day. And that made me a bad person. I think it made me a Russian bot, if I'm not mistaken. That was my first label that I got on Twitter. Oh, that's just a Russian bot, right? Believe it or not. Yeah, way back then. So the problem is, again, people get stuck on this idea that it's labels. They're like, um. We have a lot of these people who are they believe that they have to support israel just because they're christian and they don't even know what that means they don't even understand why or what they just oh well, i have to because i'm christian because what because you heard that somewhere because your preacher said that because that's what the guy on tv said so people are just attaching themselves to ideas because they don't have their own foundation of a solid belief and i'm always one that believes that if you don't stand for something you will fall for anything so If you believe something that I don't believe, but you believe it wholeheartedly, please keep believing it wholeheartedly until you are willing to make a change for yourself. But I'm never going to hate you for your belief because I have a belief, too. And that means together we have actually something in common. We're both believers in something, you know, and I like to look for those commonalities. Um, and and I'd like to give a shout out to TNT Radio, because one thing that I've seen hugely different about this platform than any other currently, you look at the, the uh, there, there's a huge falling out happening right now between Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens. And I think there will be a, an official split coming soon. Um, I'm just just the way things are going. I have seen incidences where there are, are hosts with other hosts, hosts with guests, guests with hosts, and they don't agree about this one particular issue. And it comes up to where it's a moment of like are we going to have a problem here and ultimately by the time the conversation is done everybody leaves still friends right here on this network on TNT radio you just had this happen to you last week joseph you had a guest on your show eric metaxas Metaxas. yeah the way you guys handled that was was brilliant why can't everybody just do that why can't we all get along because we can and we're proving it right here on tnt radio in my opinion
1: yeah, I'm not in. Yeah, that's well said. I, and yeah, with Eric, I, I mean, he, I got a, you know, we got a little budding bromance going on. I hung out with him in New York. He's a great guy, inspiring guy. Uh, we see this situation totally differently, and you know, I don't. I, 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 it's not like I'm going to lose respect for him, but the whole Christian thing that you mentioned, I to me, that one's real easy, and I'm no. Bible scholar, I don't know all the sort of ins and outs of why they think it's justified through sort of Bible verse or whatever it is. It goes down to this. You really think Jesus would come down and say, you know what, we're just, sorry. We're just going to have to keep carpet bombing. That's, that's me. Jesus say, I mean, it just, doesn't make any sense. You know, I don't think he would be for carpet bombing civilians. You know, it's just, uh, it, that seems pretty basic. Um, on that level but it's uh it's interesting man yeah I, there's another guy who's emerging over the last couple days re-emerging and I gotta say I sort of love him because he's kind of like a, a heel or something character Michael Rappaport. you know I don't know if you've seen his videos recently because he like went on this tirade about how sorry I gotta put Trump on the table and you know he called little, beep donald trump little pig beep donald trump i mean over and over again the guy is i don't know man he's it's kind of genius it's super entertaining you sort of hate him and you sort of like he doesn't care how he looks it's he's funny to me um he's entertaining but he's it's another interesting sort of microcosm of people's belief systems just altering and and different characters saying different things because this guy went so far out of his way to, uh, you know, dismantle Trump in the last election. And now he's sort of calling, calling for him. I mean, he's giving his endorsement and he wrote a tweet today saying, who knew I had so much political influence. And when I read that, I was like, you know what, man, it's true. Uh, Apparently you do, man, because you've gone viral with this and, and he's got some political weight with that, I think. Uh, but he ha- had another video where he said, um, we're making a list, we're checking it twice. We're gonna s- we know who's naughty and nice. He, and he was talking about the Jews, basically, we're gonna remember who's supporting us. We're gonna remember who's quiet.'re gonna- He was saying all this stuff that basically if anyone who wasn't Jewish was saying it would be the most anti semitic stuff imaginable it's it's actually what sometimes people who go on anti-semitic so-called tirades say this kind of thing and they get called anti-semitic you know till the cows come home but he's just basically saying that i mean i don't know infidel did you catch any of that stuff and do you have any comment on it
2: i i have not actually i have to check him out now
1: yeah he's an interesting character ruckus you did you see that stuff no, but
3: I'm familiar with the the character
1: as you describe yeah. him.
3: It's a good way of putting it. Um, I don't know. Like I, I I go back and forth sometimes when these people are all of a sudden mysteriously popular again and getting all the hits just because they're controversial. Um, like that's that's a, a trick as old as time, bro. So you know, so some of these people, even as ridiculous as they seem, I, I think they're doing. Maybe they're just doing it on purpose to 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 stay stay afloat stay alive have clicks to appeal to a base any base because it's rough out there these these days you know so i I don't blame some people who might want to jump on the the fame game and be like well i'm just gonna i'm gonna take the most outrageous stance and i'm gonna jump on board this train here and i'm just gonna ride that for a little while and then until then see my next gig you know what i mean so grifting in a way you know off of um uh trauma yeah, I don't know. There, there's a word that Patrick's been bandying about on his TNT radio program and Sunday Wire recently, and I forgot what it's called. But um, it, trauma's in the name. I, maybe you can help me with this, Joseph, if you know what I'm talking about. How we're just we're being we're, we're being berated by this stuff daily. Like we're seeing these live feeds of, of the actual trauma unfolding, and it, it's really desensitizing us. These labeling, calling everybody a racist and anti-Semitic is is actually, you know, destroying the concept of what those words actually mean. In a way, it's literally erasing history. Uh, they're doing the same thing with the word genocide. I've been hearing the H word bandied about Holocaust. You know, every time they do this, it takes away the real meaning of those historical events and labels and and erases history. You know what I mean? Uh So it's, yeah. it's all a very dangerous time right now.
1: Uh, well, the only thing that can I like grifting off a of trauma that could be a lyric um, trauma bond, you know, it, it is interesting all the, the grotesque imagery that we're seeing that's in front of our face because, um, you know, there's it's like when's enough enough, but you have to know the truth of it as well. Um, it's interesting, though, because people do take, um, you know pause and calling it a genocide i had a jewish friend say that he thought i was being anti-semitic to refer to what's going on in gaza as a genocide but like infidel said to him it's a clear genocide ruckus are you saying that you think that word is inappropriate
3: no that's the textbook definition it's just israel is trying to Israel's is trying to use its own history to to forego what it's currently doing. They're trying to mm. see this is such a weird concept, because, I mean, like, if anyone should know what these things are and what it looks like, it's it would be Israel them. So yeah. I'm like, hello, it's so obvious. Like, you can't you can't say that Israel would like. Israel will never be able to say at the end of this if they even if they change their mind like oh wow we're sorry we didn't realize what we were doing we didn't realize that that's bad we didn't realize that's a war crime we don't we we know nothing about genocide so we didn't recognize it when we saw it even when we were doing it you know what I mean it's not it's not going to work the excuse is not going to work they're going to look what fall on their
1: face look what happens to an abused child they often become an abuser it's a similar dynamic you know And also you bring about what you fear most. If you, if you're motivated through fear, you bring about what you're going to be afraid of. So like you said, um, they're losing the support of the world. They're afraid everyone is going to turn against them, but now they're acting in a way where people are turning against them. You know what I mean? And it's not turning against Jews. It's turning against the Israeli government. Yeah, of course. But it it is deep. It's interesting. I mean, uh, it's interesting how the micro and the macro uh, are, are sort of a mirror of each other. But let me take a quick break, and we'll be right back after these words on TNT.
0: Give me a minute with TNT Radio's Steve Malzberg.
4: Thanksgiving's less than a week away and if you're planning on taking your kids to the Thanksgiving Day Parade, the Macy's Parade in New York City or watching it on TV with the kids, think again, give serious consideration because Fox News reports that as of Tuesday, 20,000 outraged people have signed a petition posted by one million people. Moms protesting the inclusion of two Broadway shows in the parade, both of which featured transgender and non-binary performers in major roles. Yes, indeed, think again. Here's Kristen Wagoner with Alliance Defending Freedom.
2: Just another example of an ideological war that's being waged on families, and customers are saying they've had enough, but it seems that corporate brands that were once trusted just still aren't getting the message. But I think you're seeing parents stand up, rise up, and say, we're going to parent, and we expect our family-friendly events to truly be family-friendly and not teach our children values that we object to. We need to understand very clearly that these ideologies that are being peddled in films and in our school systems are designed to pit children against their parents. And it's time for parents to not stand on the sidelines, but to truly use their influence.
4: Folks, don't let your kids be indoctrinated. Find something else to do. Don't let them watch the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Thanks for giving me a minute. I'm Steve Malzberg. Make sure you tune into my show Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on TNT Radio.
1: The impact of a meal goes well beyond feeding our bodies. because when people are fed futures are nourished everyone deserves to live a full life and with your help together we can end hunger join the movement at feedingamerica.org slash actnow
0: Joseph Arthur and his
1: Technicolor Dreamcast
0: on today's News Talk Radio
1: TNT another interesting thing happening on the sort of TikTok viral scene is that Um, Osama bin Laden's letter to America, you know, is becoming, he's sort of, I don't know, is, is it weird to call him like sort of getting sort of a Shea Guevara treatment by some, uh, generation, whatever, not the boomers generation Z. I don't know (laughs) what you call them. I don't know. But apparently, uh, his letter to America has gone viral, and people are talking about it and sort of trying to legitimize it and saying he had a point. And then you get other people than conservative, conservatives or whatever going, "Oh my god, this is crazy! People are terrorist sympathizers, infidel." Did you catch wind of that?
2: I did. It's uh, it just it's uh, amazing when people wake out of of a of coma, like decade long coma, right, and find something out that's been on the internet for a while, right? This letter has been on the internet, I think, for 10 years or so, and they're just catching it right now. Um, But I think what it is, is is, is a lot of people are waking up to the true image or the true reality, as I was saying earlier, of, of, of the U.S. foreign policy, right? It's like, oh that's how really what we've been doing is this is how we've been treating people is that's maybe that's why they feel this way toward us right um a lot of the people uh uh, uh and again yeah you know like osama bin laden is a terrorist i'm not going to talk about about him but again he was a terrorist that was created by the cia right um uh but uh, uh, uh the sentiment a lot of people in the middle east Some of the feeling that they feel against us is because of their policies, right? Of this destruction of the Middle East that they did, right? The the hundreds of millions, hundreds of thousands, and the million that they killed in Iraq, right? The same that they killed in Afghanistan and the destabilization they did in Syria. Um, um, So, I think right now what's happening there is almost like a moment of awakening. You know, from the new generations, um, but I, I I don't know what will be the impact of it. I hope the impact of it is not uh, 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 more hatred from within toward America, because because those generations already has been raised because of the of the liberal ideology of hating America, right? Uh, and I'm I'm gonna go a little bit deeper here, right? Because they already are already conditioned to hate America, right? Would like it's it's an evil empire and, and 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 some of the even some of them even see the constitution as evil right some of the um, so what we're seeing right now is is, is 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 another layer and I don't know if it's if it's being made to cause more destabilization inside the US but it can have a positive impact if this generation really starts waking up to oh well you know we need to really elect leaders that 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 need to change this foreign policy right and and, and what have the us been doing um but uh, it's it's um i found it interesting i found it really interesting uh, um but at the same time you know like uh, a lot of uh, those gen z's uh, reaction also cracked me up cuz <laughs> they are such a like <laughs> I don't. Know, I, I yeah. hate to say that, but you know they don't have depth in anything, right? Right. So it's, yeah,
1: it's so funny. I, dude. It's the
2: thing is just yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah. No, you're. Uh, you're such a good take on that, man, because it's so true. It's like, yeah, they take it to a dumb level, but what at root it could it, it is an awakening of cause and effect, and and the fact that you know accountability a word called accountability. You know, you, you can't, you can't have a victim consciousness and an accountability consciousness at the same time. And, and, you know, it, none of this stuff justifies what Hamas did. It doesn't justify what Osama bin Laden did. It, it's just to say that those things are outgrowths of things that you do. And that's what will happen. You know cause and effect but that means you can't just be a victim that means you can't just be like well i was just sitting here hanging out being innocent and doing nothing and and by saying that i'm not saying you got what you deserved either these are all nuanced things. All these things can be true at the same time. And what I think you're saying is hopefully if people can frame it that way, that it could be an awakening to where we start treating each other better and with more equality and you know less oppression, knowing that we won't like what happens. Unfortunately though, there are people that are invested in total chaos breaking out and total destruction. And those seem to be the ones at the helm of uh, you know a lot of these uh, oppressive tactics that create this ruckus what do you think
3: there's uh what's that expression uh s- soft men create hard times hard times create strong men prosperity I, something like there's like this cycle that that just keeps going on and on mm-hmm. i I'm totally failing here it's
1: no i know what you're talking about, about soft men yeah, yeah. create hard times hard times create soft men soft men create hard times and then they create yeah.
3: This,
1: something. Yeah, like it's that. like the circle of <laughs> life, right? <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. I can't say yeah. it either.
3: Yeah, but the thing is with with the with like that letter, the TikTok tock guy, uh, Osama bin Laden, which is just crazy to me still, because, you know, social media was not even a glean in the developer's eyes uh, when Osama was on the scene. Um, but what they're what they're um, what they're what they're attaching themselves to is like, as you guys are mentioning here, is they had no idea that America was 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 has been acting throughout their lifetimes while they were blind to it because they're just now waking up that that America is not as cool as we were taught in school. It's not as cool as its history was back in the day. We used to be a cool country, but like, but something happened like we are starting to get like there's something rotten inside of our, our core. So something some sort of cancer is growing. And that doesn't mean that the entire country needs to be destroyed from either without or from within, because from without, that's how the terrorists look at it. That's why Osama bin Laden decided to attack, allegedly, because, again, um, I, I think, as Infidel does, Osama bin Laden is not who or what he, we thought he was either. But it doesn't matter. Let's just take it face value, like, okay, yeah, he's a terrorist. He masterminded 9-11. <laughs> right. Definitely not the type of person you want to shake Guevara, as you, as you mentioned, Joseph. And I think that maybe... 10, 20 years from now, we might see kids walking around wearing T-shirts well, job, of Well, that's the vibe
1: TikTok, of the TikTok kids, yeah. Infidel,
3: is saying they're but, trying uh, to shake Guevara. Him. But here's what So my point real quick is what we should do and what we could do, I think, is what Infidel is saying, is that we could recognize that by being bad, it's going to we're going to be punished for it. I'm not saying we deserve that punishment, but the cause and effect thing. So if we can recognize that, What we can do moving forward is to do our best, try our hardest to not create those situations that are going to come back to haunt us in the future, like what we're talking about with Israel. This is why world leaders who are more mature countries, I hate to say it than the United States of America. I'm speaking timeline wise. Our country's only been around for 247 years. Right. A lot of these other countries have been around the block a little bit longer. They're more mature. Maybe we're just going through some sort of adolescent growing pains. We need to grow up a little bit more. We need to mature. And we do that by recognizing that we have problems and that we need to change. And I think after that, if somebody decides to want to hate us for our freedoms, let's deal with it then, you know. But, you know, let's not run around glorifying uh, terrorists who have been, you know, written in the textbooks as being responsible for the murder of tons of people on our home soil, you know
1: yeah and infidel what do you think to what he said do you think that that could happen or do you think that people are motivated because you alluded to earlier that um the hamas thing was sort of planted to justify uh, what's going on in gaza right now in palestine uh
2: which which part of ruckus like uh, point
1: but. Well, Ruckus was saying like hey yeah, if we take accountability and we start treating people better then we will prevent these things from happening or at least have a, a chance at that <laughs> and then and then if we're acting cool and righteous if they get out of hand again, then we can deal with it then. The only problem with that is it seems like people are motivated for chaos and destruction and genocide. There are people that don't want, they they like what is happening now. That's what I'm asking you. Do you think that's the case?
2: There are definitely people like what's happening right now. I mean, we know the whole neocon and neoliberal, right, they are all for what's happening right now. Um, I think we're seeing actually younger generations are more on the other side, right? And we saw that in some of the campuses that they are more actually pro-Palestine than pro-Israel. Uh, and we're seeing more on the right actually being more uh, pro-Israel uh, than pro-Palestine. Um, and then, uh, but but the agent of chaos as you guys are saying, those those are here to stay. Those are like deep within the U.S. government right now that I don't think they are going away anytime soon until we start cleaning house. And I don't know who can get in power to start cleaning house, but I hope it happens soon. Otherwise, it's going to lead to destruction of our nation.
1: The only presidential candidate that has been um, calling for peace, calling for ceasefire, happens to be cornell west so he was not on the top of my uh choice uh until that happened and then i'm like wow he's number one with a bullet with this i mean i don't know if rfk jr's he's apparently gonna has a 200 page uh breakdown of of his silence over this issue he he has been silent about it except for when it first happened and he came out and said it was an unprovoked attack and he you know came out horrified and you know sort of rah-rah war type of va- energy and then since then has been silent cornell west is coming out and calling for ceasefire he's the only one that i know of
2: yeah which we know and nobody that's causing for ceasefire will <laughs> will come to power because Again, the influence of APAC is too much here, so that's that's why all candidates, even RFK, I was actually surprised with his reaction, because he's usually like you know anti-war, and then he yeah. was like full-blown support to what's happening. But again, it's it, it's just, this is the reality of it,
1: and has been silent since then. It's weird. It's like, dude, you're yeah. running for president, man. There, there's really, uh, I mean, it is the main conversation we need to be having. Uh oh. Are we already out of time? I can't believe it. That went by like in three minutes. Is that, am I seeing things, Ruckus? Ruckus, what do you got for us? Uh, How about a nice quote from Albert
3: Einstein? Peace cannot be kept by force. It can only be achieved by understanding. Love you, Joseph. Nice speaking with you, Infidel. Take care.
1: Love you, brother. Infidel, thanks for coming on, man. We got to have you back. It was wonderful to talk to you, man. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. All right, everybody, keep listening to TNT. Have a great weekend.